Okay, so we're just gonna try the mic from this be angle. normal and test our microphones even more. It is normal these days. Normal is boring. Normal is boring. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say? But is anyone normal? Is, How would what, what would be a normal what? person? That is interesting. No one is normal. No one is normal. Everybody has got something weird about them. Like some people get quite nervous about maybe certain issues they have or go through. But I always say everyone has issues. Everyone's going through shit. No yeah, but some the people same. are just weird. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Some people just like eating. What was the most recent thing I've heard? Like cheese with peanut butter sandwich. My sister likes oh. that apparently. And I've never had it. And I, in my eyes, that's weird. My sister knew a girl in school who loved ketchup. She would eat like the packets of ketchup <laughs> for lunch. <laughs> And she would, she would put ketchup on grapes and eat them. Mm. That is weird. You're listening to the Blonde Summit podcast. I'm Rosie, and I'm here with Vicky. What's happening, guys? Welcome to episode one. Why did we start this podcast, Vicky? To be honest, we were just going out for a walk. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then you start going on about podcasts. What was it? So my boyfriend is a YouTuber slash Twitch streamer. And I was like really set on doing this live show or some kind of podcast with him. And I was complaining because he was really hesitant on doing it with me. (laughs) Anything but (laughs) anything else. And then you didn't even think have to think. You were just like, I'll do it with you. Yeah, I'll just do it. And just from there, it just... Now look at us. Now look at us. attempting to record ourselves but uh yeah so maybe we should introduce ourselves a little yeah i mean one thing about you rosie tell me you're irish but you've got an american accent please explain um yes okay okay i i don't know i say i joke i say well i used to listen to lots of britney i watch lots of um american tv shows but i don't know because if if, like i come from a very rough sounding irish town (laughs) (laughs) so thank god you sound american now right you listen to my mom it's yeah it's different get over it you sound great obviously thank you yeah i used to think my voice was annoying so oh i love your voice that's so yeah. sweet hence why we're doing a podcast so hence the podcast yes yeah. so um you you sound english do but i you're not originally from england oh yeah no see i'm half greek so there's gonna be a lot of mistakes <laughs> a lot of things <laughs> i'm gonna say wrong english isn't our first language english is not so the first language this no. you know if there's going to be some people correcting our grammar okay then we can learn i'm here for the giggles at the end of the day this is who i am don't try and change me i'm too old for this shit we're just we have some opinions and we think everyone else should hear those opinions (laughs) yeah people will like it people won't you can tune in or you can tune out yeah just chill we're gonna be talking dating just day-to-day life things things we've learned so i'm i'm 27 nearly 28 Mm mm-hmm I know she's nodding me to tell my age now. Let's be honest. Today, right? Yeah. I went to, I got vaccinated, guys, today. So the nurse actually said to me, she goes, oh, my God, I didn't even think you above 30. And then she looked at my date of birth and she was like, great, Jesus Christ, you look amazing for 34, guys, 34. And every time, no word of a lie, every time I go out, I literally, no matter who you ask, whether it's a guy or whether it's a girl, they will always say 26, 27. 
So yeah, that's amazing. One day I'll reveal the, um, you know, the secret. Your real age? <laughs> no, not my real age. No, that's because. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm the same. I remember. Um, I can't, well, I haven't been out in ages because COVID, but I get insulted if I don't get asked for ID at bars and clubs. Because for years, even after I was 18, like people I was with wouldn't be ID'd mm. and I would. And I'd be like, oh, thank you. Yes, I look underage. <laughs> yeah. But nowadays I'm like, are, are you sure you're going to let me in? Are you sure you don't want to check my ID? <laughs> it's very insulting now. I know. I know. But look, if we're looking young, we're feeling fresh. Yeah. I just want some laughs. I want a little hobby. And that's what the podcast is. Yeah, here we are. Yeah. So um, coming up, so today we're going to discuss um, kind of online app dating for the very, very beginners. And then if we have time, we're going to chat a bit about celebrity gossip because we love mm. a bit of Tinseltown, La La Land gossip. Well, to be honest, Rosie, you are, you love the celeb goss. I love it. I don't know. You know more is. than me. Yeah. And I'm just like... And I have a weird thing with my memory. Like, I remember, like, random facts. So if you, like, certain celebrities, I'll just tell you kind of their life story. I'll tell you the name of all of, like, Angelina Jolie's kids. Just random facts like that from celebrity culture. It's like flicking through a magazine. I know. If only, you know, with a math book, I remembered all my schoolwork, <laughs> like, the way I remembered celebrity gossip. <laughs> Some kind of course I could take some kind of phd on like celebrity culture gossip can you imagine i've got a master's in uh, celeb gossip yeah i guess that's probably journalism tabloid journalism is it i don't think it is okay. but you could you could use it you, <laughs> you could like for a you could use it for that <laughs> I, yeah i feel like you could go somewhere with that but yeah we have um so later on we'll talk we did watch free britney so we'll let you know some we opinions did. We did. and i also want to talk about there has been a leaked photo of chloe kardashian oh. that is not up to her standards and you haven't seen the photo yet no i have I'm not surprised seen it you haven't so there's big controversy because she tried very, very hard to get the photo taken down. So I'll show you the photo later. Um, but yeah, so I was thinking, anything else you want to bring in? Nope. Okay, I'll probably cut this bit out because it's a bit awkward. Right, so the next topic will be online dating. Oh, I know. And to be honest with you, Rosie, I'm not the expert. Okay, but you do know a lot more than me. A hundred percent. I think you you do kind of you get how people are talking and playing the game. I feel I'm so over the game. Like, be about it or don't be about it. You know. Okay. Okay. So let's say so much to go over with this. It's a lot. Yeah. Okay. So for someone starting, let's Mm -hmm. say I break up with my boyfriend of nine years. It's the next day and I say, Vicky, I'm ready. Start me, set me up on a dating app. Okay, I so mean. So what dating app? Oh my God. So there's Tinder. Okay, yeah, I know Tinder, so obviously. Hinge. Hinge I've heard of. Yeah, I've never been on Bumble, but apparently Bumble is one. Bumble is where I think the women have to contact the men, the men first. Yeah, so they make the first move. Yeah, so I think men like that. To be honest with you, I'm so impatient. I think I made the first move with yeah. all of them. Maybe you'd be good on Bumble then. You could have tried that. <laughs> I know. Well, I've been single now. I've always been in a relationship, really. And 
Um, I've been single for about 10 months now, so never done online dating before. So that was all quite new to me. Yeah. And I must admit, it was like a whole new world of online dating. And it's just, it's, it's a little bit abnormal of how to start a conversation with someone and how to be, how to make them first impressions and how to keep the yeah. conversation going. And, you know, even the profile, setting up a profile is just mind-blowing like I had help with my from a single friends at the time yeah and um thank god I had that help because I didn't have a clue what I was doing you know there's they would say to you right you, you should have one picture of a close-up of your face yeah then ideally you want a picture of your body so they know that you're not you know they know your body shape well you know they they would have a type as well yeah um what else was there so like how much when you decide okay so you went on a dating app and then you got some photos ready mm-hmm. so like the bio a bit about yourself the distance were you just like how much did you feel like you had to write about yourself I well I don't think I wrote much I just literally stuck on my Instagram picture because I just thought like my Instagram says a little bit more about me especially my stories maybe not so much my pictures because my pictures could just be a capture of that specific moment um but I do believe my stories do give a little bit more of myself and you linked your instagram a lot of people do that don't they yeah yeah i think that's a good idea though because then you look at more photos you see like then they'll know that i'm not a catfish yeah that's and they'll for sure. see if you're a celebrity <laughs> there's a lot of catfishes out there oh yeah. my god the stories that i've got i know that's that's my thing because even like you showed me a few people and there was a few times where i was like that's a fake person no it is very interesting it can be i have to say one thing that it can be soul destroying online dating uh it's not for me it's definitely not for me i've done it now i'm sorry guys out there but i won't be doing it again Uh, (laughs) instagram's much lovely (laughs) so if So if anybody does see you on a dating app, that's not you then. <clears throat> it's definitely not me. As of now, what, April 2021? Yeah. Not you. Not you, no. Not me. Not me. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Got to delete a few things on my phone now. Were you nervous? Like, did straight away, did you get messages from people? Did you just decide, I'll message people? Because you're very like... I feel like you don't really get nervous about things. You're quite confident. Like you don't care what people think about you. Yeah, so I, I feel don't. like you, you'd you be so quick to just like, whatever, I'll just start up a conversation. I don't care. Yeah, I did do that sometimes. You know, the girls, my girls would say, oh, there's a golden rule. You know, the boy needs to message first. Otherwise you're you know you you come across too keen yeah but that can work you can work out both ways I think do you know because I've heard so. I've had male friends and they would say oh you know they think they're up themselves and they waiting for us to message them so I do yeah. but I'm not here to be sexist I do feel like it can work for both parties you know male and female but um personally no I wasn't nervous necessarily chatting because yeah. that's it's just chatting away um I was very nervous on meeting up yes uh that for me I needed to see more of them or whether it was like a video call or um more pictures or I don't know it was very nerve-wracking so I didn't actually meet up with a lot of people to be honest but do you Um, think that happens I feel like so many people plan to meet up and then they just don't that has happened and yeah that does happen all the time you'll get a lot of people that they will have a conversation I did have a conversation with a guy actually and it went on for a whole month and every week I was like right come on should we just meet up should we just go for a walk Mm -hmm. should we just go and get like 
I know at the time was obviously it was COVID times as well. Well, there still are. But we were just say I was just saying, let's go and get some food, sit somewhere, eat, whatever. I threw quite a few options out there. And every time he would come back with an actual excuse. And I, in the end, I was like, look, you're obviously wasting my time here. Yeah. And I'm not about this. So bye-bye. Bye. So me and my boyfriend, we met... We were both, I was 18, he was 19, and it was like 2011, 12, and it was just right before like dating apps really started mm. like taking off. So now like even both of us say like we wouldn't know what to do if we all of a sudden were single again and had to go on dating apps. Yeah, like it's really weird because obviously you've got your options there, right? Like your distance and your ages, but it's like, again... Who's to say someone who lives, I don't know, 30 miles away from where you live in, yeah, that is going to be a good match or a bad match necessarily. So the more the more open you are with stuff like that, then the better it is, I feel, yeah. personally. But then on the flip side, you could say, okay, well, someone who lives, I don't know, in Scotland, for example, yeah, <laughs> yeah we get on fab, but logistically that's not going to work because of the distance and what have you but then at the same time I feel like I know people I know people that they've had a long distance relationship and um, and it's worked and it's worked and you know they end up moving to America and you know be happily ever after and what have you so it is really it's, it's a tough world out there for the online dating it's not for me um, I like to be natural and because uh, the way the person I am, I can be very blunt sometimes. I don't yeah. mean to, but I do come across very straight. Yeah. So unless you see me like face to face, then some people don't actually know how to take me. And do you know what? I have been actually really harsh on some individuals because yeah. I just don't have time to kill. And it does kill a lot of time, Tinder yeah. and all these. Well, it's just social media. People can spend hours on their phone. Yeah, they can, but I guess, and I do agree with that, but if that's your choice, and obviously yeah. when you're flicking through Tinder, that is my choice, but when someone is sitting there and having a conversation week after week, and, you know, you feel like you're connecting with that person in a way, and then then nothing happening or, you know, falling through, yeah. you just think that is a waste of time. Yeah. Because you, you go into it, you walk into it thinking, oh, yeah, something might come out of this and then nothing does. And you just think, oh, well, I've wasted like speaking to you. I could have been talking to whoever. The other naughty thing is Tinder is a big world. So people talk to hundreds of people yeah, at the same the time, time. Yeah. so this competition it blows my mind do you know what i mean and i just feel i just feel like it is it, you have to have hard skin for this because you are technically you are competing with yeah. god knows how many other people are you going to be witty enough are you going to be funny enough yeah are, you gonna, are your pictures good enough yeah because so, i feel like messaging people they might not always get your joke I feel like sometimes mm. you have to know someone in person to be able to understand what they're saying 100%. through like online chatting. Yeah, 100%. Like the other thing I was going to say about online dating is, um, I forgot, wait, what was okay. I going to say? I can drop a little story in. 
I do have a tiny bit of experience with dating apps. Mm. So me and my boyfriend, I got a weird idea. I think I was very bored in like the first big lockdown. And I thought, oh my God, what if we had a girlfriend who maybe even after a few months lived with us and we were like a little thruple going around. So a what? Like a thruple. A thruple. Like a three-way couple. Oh. So yeah, so we're on. Is this why you moved like literally next door to me? No, sorry. Just Just so you know. Just making sure. But anyway, so I went on a few apps I think I went on Tinder and I made like a kind of couples profile and I found a few ones one was called Field there was a few of them that I went on Mm -hmm. that was good for like three people hooking up or like a couple looking for a third Mm -hmm. just whatever you wanted weird fetish go for it so then I ended up I was matching with a few people and I fell in love with this one girl and she just shot me down so hard her name was Lucy but it was difficult if if you're listening to this Lucy please give her a but I feel like I, I was looking at her photos and I messaged her and before she even messaged back, I like, it was like in my head, I created like this relationship, but then she was, she just. Well, I do have a question for you. Okay. So would this have been like a one-off? I think ideally what we would have wanted, and it was more me, I think my boyfriend was just like, yeah, whatever, do what you want, I don't care, as long as it's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, so I think what I, what we were hoping for, especially me, was like, oh, we might meet someone and we'll meet them in person first and go on a few dates and see like do we all get along Mm -hmm. is this all good and then just go from there would you what about feeling would you ever feel jealous because that would be my thing like I've kind of thought about this and if it was another girl the fantasy could be there but the reality of it would I would probably feel quite jealous yeah no I get that yeah but if it was a male I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah (laughs) (laughs) same yeah no um I feel like I used to think that way but as I got older I just got more confident and in my relationship as well I feel I know I'm I'm in a really really good relationship like we just we laugh and make each other so happy all the time we do have little arguments here and there but yeah I'm just more confident in my relationship and I just know like there is no way that my boyfriend is ever going to find someone else like me so there's just some confidence that's great That's that's yeah. a really good space to be in, to be fair. Yeah. That's my goals. <laughs> but I still wouldn't want anyone prettier than me. <laughs> oh, no, we'll pick that. Yeah, it has to be someone mm. like a couple, like one or two numbers down. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, okay, we're good. Well, look, if you fancy her, she's going to be good enough. Yeah. She could be listening to this podcast. There you go. I know. So. We'll set up a little email address. We can have little applicants, maybe. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> We're not going to be fighting over girls. Any dudes come my way. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have girls girls for me and guys for you. And we can have applicants. But, oh my God, yeah. Online dating, Jesus Christ. It's just been absolutely phenomenal for me and my girlfriends. The stories that I've had weeks after weeks. And some good, some absolutely horrendous. And, yeah. You know... I feel like if I went into it, I feel like you have to just take it not so seriously and just have fun with it. Do you know what? I do, I hear you. I really do hear you. But I do know for a fact there's a lot of people out there that actually use online dating apps because they are seriously looking for that someone, you know. And when that doesn't follow through, it is so heartbreaking. Yeah. And I've seen it. I've seen it with a few of my friends. So... You do get, you know, you get the two types, I think. You get people that just want to, you know, 
fuck around. Yeah. And you get the people that are actually looking for that something serious. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people, to me, when I think of dating apps, I think like, yeah, you're just kind of looking to hook up, maybe date around a little bit. But there are people, but I say like, but you can meet someone. Like I had a cousin who just, they actually just had a baby about a month ago. They got married the year before and they met on Tinder See? in Ireland. There you go. And they're both maybe in their thirties. So it can just happen. Like, yeah, I feel like there will just, it depends. Mm. Like if you find someone who's on this the app for the same reason you are, yeah, it's a good match. Yeah. But yeah, I'll have to admit the swiping. Oh my God. It is kind of weird. Do you think it made you feel more kind of judgmental on looks? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my God. Absolutely. Do you know what? And it's so bad. I um, It is so bad because, yeah, like I just feel like looks is definitely not everything. Yeah. Personality. And if you click then you kind of like fall in love with that person naturally and that's so much better but when you're looking at that one picture you don't you you know it could not be the best angle who knows could be bad lighting it could just been a cloudy day yeah and then unfortunately that one picture is a make or yeah i feel like it can be quite damaging because then everyone is concerned it's like well if i'm so judgy with uh, these other people what are they saying about me Oh, no, I didn't have that problem. Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, I forgot who I was talking to for a second. I'm so sorry. (laughs) But yeah, I I feel like that kind of brings into social media. I feel like that's why, you know, people are quite nervous Mm. on social media about how they look. Yeah, and do you know what? One of my main things, like the few dates that I went through online dating, the first thing that these people said to me they're like oh wow you look actually better than you do in your pictures that's always better than the other way around i know and i mean who knows maybe they were just lying because maybe they just wanted to bed me that night but my point is like and i said this to them i was like oh, i'm really pleased you're saying that because the last thing i'd want to do is don't get me wrong i love a filter i love not to have a yeah. wrinkle on my on my forehead and stuff but i feel like it's I would hate it for them to meet me and then be like, oh no, oh no, she does not look like They think you're a catfish. That's the fear, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? This was an opening line. Well, not an opening line, but it was like a subject of conversation. Hey, how's Tinder treating you? How's dating life for you? Um, have you got any funny dating stories? And that's good. That yeah. sounds fun. And that's a little tip for people out there that struggle with. Yeah. What would be some good like um kind of icebreakers? Some good conversation starters. But you know what? It's funny because I did get quite a few people that say, oh my God, yeah, I've got a catfish story. And, you know, I met up with a girl and she didn't look nothing like her pictures. And it was just horrendous. And I tried walking away and she didn't want to let me go. And and it's, it's, I find it quite interesting because I feel like from a girl's point of view, I look at Tinder and I'm thinking, oh my God, all these men, all they want to do is shag away and they don't care. Yeah, yeah. But when you speak to them, it's actually, we're just as bad yeah we are just as bad (laughs) so i'm sticking up for the boys tonight because i do feel as much as some of them are idiots out there i do feel like there is this whole image yeah is it image i'm looking to say not image but i can't remember the word is it like perception perception so yeah there is this perception um out there so yeah I have to say, like, it is a tough world for both. Yeah. I feel like people, just anybody looking to actually be in a relationship, they're just going to have to go through 
yeah some some crazy shit first online it's not always do you know what i've uh, the stories that i've made from yeah. it it has been absolutely incredible yeah. I, I've, I've nearly like pissed myself yeah because when i've been laughing so hard my friends and yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't change it would i do it again i don't I, that's not for me i just feel yeah. as well like for me i like to I'd rather be single rather than sit there flicking through and I'd rather meet someone, I don't know, at the coffee shop or while I'm paying for my Just milk. through work, hanging yeah. out with friends, friend of a friend, yeah. Yeah. And, it, and also, what do they say? They honestly say that you love, like, finds you unexpectedly, doesn't yeah. it? So It's like love finds you or it's like it happens when you least expect it. That's the one. There, there that, it is. Oh, my God, you're so good. I know, I'm very so wise. Good. You're so wise. Who's wiser? Me. Why? Um, Give me your argument. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a feeling. It's just a sign. <laughs> I think we ha- we both have kind of our strengths i would say oh you're looking at me oh that's a very uh think she knows everything kind of attitude (laughs) listen rosie i'll let you have this one thank you thank you i did put you in the spot i was gonna say who set up the equipment but my boyfriend set it up so (laughs) (laughs) i can't even win that one no 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 but you're good you're good thank you you're welcome good segment (laughs) Yeah, when it comes to um, the online dating and relationships and that, definitely we've got stories that we can just go back to. And um, we definitely have to go a little bit deeper. I know a few stories. My stories. Of course, some of your stories, but we'll... We'll save them. We'll save save them. them. And then, and then maybe we can do a little trial and I'll set up something and get a story. Yeah. Exciting times. Very exciting. Right. So you want to show me this? I do. So recently in the last week or so, a photo was posted of Khloe Kardashian. And if you take a look at Khloe Kardashian's Instagram page, Mm -hmm. it is very heavily edited. Lots of Facetune, lots of blur. I'm I'm one of those people who say the Kardashians, they've all had so much surgery. Just little Brazilian butt lifts. Mm-hmm. They probably have Botox. I mean, they look fillers. amazing. They look amazing. They do look amazing. But you can tell there's a little bit of surgery there and there's also a little bit of Photoshop. So I'm going to show you. Show it's me. a picture of Khloe Kardashian and allegedly it was either their grandmother, MJ, who posted it on her account oh, or an assistant no. posted it. But the reason why it blew up so big is because the Kardashian team went so crazy trying to get people to take down the photo that it just brought even more attention mm. to it. So I'm going to show you, and this is just the, a photo. It's Chloe unedited. Here you go, Vicky. Oh my So, days. I mean, she's in her 30s. She just had a baby recently you know in the last year a couple years no it's actually been a few years now i she looks great she it looks like a normal you know body fit body i am saying oh my days not because she looks bad okay i'm saying oh my days because i literally have one picture of her instagram bikini picture and i'm actually seeing the picture that was leaked and I am hating this right now. I did read what she put on her on her Instagram and with the little video showing her abs and everything. And you know, 
I'm all for it. Who are we to judge this and the other? And they are in the public light very heavily. But at the same time, I um, I feel very strongly about this. You know, when they post an Instagram picture or wherever it goes, and it's all edited, we all work so hard, right, yeah. to look yeah. like them. We literally beat ourselves up yeah. day in and day out. You know, like today, I've had a salad. Why? I just wanted a chocolate <laughs> bar, Rosie. Okay, but this is this is what I hate because them pictures are not real. Yeah, and this is unless unless we all need to get into our heads that this is Instagram. It is just a platform. It is just like a magazine that there will be, you know, yeah. filtered down or. Uh, shop, what was the word? Photoshop, um, Facetune. Photoshop. Yeah, I've I've no problem with like a little bit of Photoshop, Facetune here and there, some nice filters. But I think that that, and I you know I feel bad because Khloe Kardashian, you know, she's she's known, she's had a lot of uh, ridicule, mm-hmm. you know, over the years. She's been on TV shows, and people have been real mean to her, and they've been calling her, you know, the least pretty sister, and that must have been really difficult growing up. So I do feel bad there, but when they base their whole career on how they look and they're putting out all these false images and they're saying that they haven't had any surgery, photos haven't been retouched, they haven't had a touch of Botox to their skin and then they're trying to sell diet products. They're saying that they hit the gym every day. It's just, it's unrealistic. I feel like they should allow these images to be shown. They should show to like the public what yeah. they actually truly look like. I know in their eyes, in and probably in our eyes, we might think, oh, well, that's not perfect. But I reckon they would actually get a lot more respect maybe yeah. from the from the public mm. i know i just i don't i have no problem with like surgery and little fillers and tweaks here and there so i just don't understand like because let's say chloe did get some work done to maybe reduce her waist make her butt bigger she still maintains that new body through mm. exercise and diet but yeah i mean she does look great I'm i still saying. think she looks great she does look great she's had a child allegedly so. Allegedly, you don't know the rumors that um, she wasn't actually pregnant the whole time? Stop it. There's there's an actual thing of her giving birth. Did you actually see the baby being pushed out of her vagina? I mean, Rosie, come on now. I have a theory about that because there was a lot of them in the room. It's a lot. It's a big theory. But I think possibly her whole pregnancy was faked and she used a surrogate so that she didn't have to ruin her body. We'll have to look into this. We'll look into it. If anyone else knows what I mean, please tell us, because I'm pretty sure that was a a little conspiracy going around. What? what, Are you telling me there was no episodes with her belly, like, It was like a fake bump. That's what I think. Mm. And even in, because you can see, like, when Kim gave birth and when Courtney did, there wasn't, like, so many nurses and doctors and the whole family and camera crew in the room. But for Chloe's, there was, and she had her hair done, her makeup done. Yeah, but It was I just a bit too pretty. Can I say one thing, though? Yes, of course. They've got so much money, right? They've got, I don't know, they've got the top rooms and the top doctors, I just still don't think there'd be that much people in the room. Mm. That's yeah, but theory. they've done that with every pregnancy. And there was a lot going around with that. But they didn't have that many people in the room. And they weren't like perfectly makeup, lighting, set up. Because Courtney... Courtney gave yeah. all her kids, is shown on TV, I think. Yeah. yeah. And Kim, I think they did kind of... I think they had their own... They just recorded on their phone some clips when Kim was giving birth. Um, but yeah, no, I, th- I think 
that she Would wasn't you? see there was also there was pictures going around she was when she was going on her baby bump and a lot of people said her boobs weren't bigger they didn't get any bigger um and basically every part of her body she didn't gain any weight which not not all women do i'm not gonna say every woman is mm. the same um but yeah and then also people were saying that there wasn't a belly button you couldn't see a belly button through any of her clothes and then all of a sudden she appeared in what looked like staged photos where you could see a little belly button sticking out through a dress oh, yeah um i do have a question okay would you if you if you had all this money and you was a big celeb would you actually put this on your show the pregnancy the the birth the because um, who didn't kylie didn't no but she kind of had released that video on youtube they say that it was the biggest kept secret kylie being pregnant but i feel like everyone just knew mm. they just didn't say anything um i don't know if i would maybe i would i mean i wouldn't want any close-ups but yeah i'd be fine mm. but with your reality show what about you i mean i feel like that is just a moment of pain one of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> mentally yeah. and um two i do feel like it's meant to for me it is an intimate moment so i'll just want it with me and my partner i would probably let like um some cameras in but then for the majority of the pregnancy like maybe when you're pushing and you're actually giving birth mm. don't let cameras in but they can like document me in like the hospital i probably would let that and like them when i have the baby mm. that'll be fine mm, fair enough would you ever do surrogacy oh god it's such a tough question. Do you know what? I feel like I probably would if I could not carry my own child. I don't know. So my boyfriend is actually adopted. And um, yeah, I don't know if for whatever reason, if we could have kids, would we adopt? Or would I just, would we get a surrogate? If maybe for some reason I couldn't carry the baby, mm. but we could still have our own. Would it's you? a tricky question. Um, I don't know. I guess I'd have to ask my partner. Because I think I think he likes the idea of having a kid that looks like him. Do you know what? I can't wait to have my own children, but I just God, oh the birth, kills the birth. Me. I don't know if I want children. It's not. I feel like the birth would be fine. I'd get through it. It's just the the eighteen, the years actual after. eighteen years of taking care of another living soul. But yeah. Oh. Do you know what it's I difficult. see? I look at my friends how they've got kids, and this is really cute. I remember I was working with a mother, okay, in a store, and she's I love her so much. She was like one of my favorite people I've ever worked with, and she would always tell me about her two little girls, and she would dress them up, and she would tell me how like the little girls are getting along and playing together, and it was just all these nice stories. Until one day I said, well, "Don't they? Don't they? You know, fight and stuff?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, every day they're always screaming at each other, pulling out their hair." And I was like, "There it is, the screaming, the." Well, I guess there's good and bad with it. Yeah. Apparently the good outweighs the bad. Allegedly. Yeah. That's what they say. That's what But they just want they they just want to drag you down with them. (laughs) Oh no. The struggling parents. You're gonna be a tired mother as well. I want you to be tired as well. I don't want you to go out and party and have late nights. Yeah, look at you looking all fabulous. (laughs) I'm just like (sighs) The the mother I did know though, she was a yummy mummy. She looked fab all the time. We were all very jealous. I must say, like, I am quite lucky. No, it's got nothing to be, it's got nothing about me being lucky, but my friends, they all look great and they've got like... Yeah, you're quite like a, like a glam group of friends, Mm. I feel. And they're natural as well, which is nice. Yeah. 
the love to party behind the scenes. Yeah. I met, I won't say, but I met one of your friends just the other night. Well, it was like a week or two ago yeah. now. And she was a mom. And I was like, oh, cute little mom here. And she seemed real sensible. And then she was telling me all sorts of stories. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. She's my bestie, that one. Um, yeah, we've had, I'd definitely say over a decade of having fun and mischief. And now that she's a mom, you know, she's taking that role so great. She's just, she makes it look really easy, which yeah. is very annoying because her kids are really lovely and they're just, they're, you know, she'll say, it's time for bed and they'll just say, okay, you know, they just don't kick off. They're just well behaved. They're, yeah, they're well behaved and, you know, I know she's got sometimes like tough moments and that where the all, you know, her husband and her two boys, all three need her attention yeah. all the time. On the busier days, yeah. But um, yeah, I do have quite a few of my friends and they do make parenthood look easy. But I do feel it's who you do it with. And if you're yeah. a strong duo, then, and you work together, then you can make it run yeah. more flowy. Yeah, I think having a good duo is good. I am going to have a devil child, I know. You know, <laughs> you never know. Though. I do know, I do know. I do know because I was terrible as a child. Oh, very naughty. I, I was the same. I was. I'm still naughty. I think I was okay as a child. I wasn't too bad, but I was very sneaky. And then I got worse as a teenager. But I don't know. Just sometimes, like, I have a little cat now who I'm obsessed with. And I just think sometimes, like, I get migraines. I don't feel well. I'm tired. And I feel bad if I don't play with my little indoor cat. And I think, what if I have a little toddler that's screaming at me and needs me? I feel like you just have to get up and do it. There's you just, just yeah push through it. Yeah. I guess so. You have to. But that's where your partner will step yeah. in if you're suffering, I guess. But um, yeah, we definitely need to touch base more on that as well. Of course. The motherhood, because I'm really motherhood. intrigued. Yeah. I'm 34 now, guys. You can you can convince me to have babies because yeah. I'm not sure. Like, I feel like if I if I had a lot more money, more savings and everything, then yeah, I would. Listen, but this is what all my friends say to me, okay? Okay. Every single one of them. You will never be ready yeah. to have a kid. You just have to do it and you adapt your lifestyle around yeah. it. It's just, it is what it is. You can't say, right, okay, I've got 10 grand now in my savings. I'm ready to have a child. Oh, that's high. <laughs> <laughs> Aim high, bitch. <laughs> Aim high, dream big. <laughs> okay, capture the dream. But you can't, you just can't be ready. I just feel like when it happens, it happens. The other thing, actually, I would like to bring up okay. is, this is a question, what would you prefer? Would you prefer it to be like, hey, I'm pregnant? Or would you actually want to both have a conversation and say oh so is it a planned pregnancy oh i don't know so i feel like at the moment if i were to get pregnant in the next year or so it would be an oops baby it would be would you call it oops no i call it britney oh god um (laughs) (laughs) but no um yeah i don't know what i do i feel like it because i've had i've had a few little scares before where it's like oh you know I, i think i might be pregnant and i had some pregnancy tests i'd peed on a few sticks and false alarms so i I don't think so i think we'd both be a bit like but we would yeah we would take care we do everything we could to take care of a little baby of course see i have thought about this and i'm all for planning it yeah i like the idea of planning i feel like it's more of a joint like yeah connection of a 
making a decision. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like you both make a decision together to do this together. Right. That could be if, let's say you like both really want a baby, then you've been trying a while. That could lead to a lot of disappointment though. If maybe it's taking a while for you to get pregnant and you're trying to plan a family. Yeah, I get that. But I feel like it'll be like, okay, I'm coming off the contraceptive pill. Yeah. So if it happens, oh, it happens. So like the conversation yeah. where you have, mm, I feel like, so I'm in a flat at the moment, a nice flat around the corner from your house. <laughs> we live we live in a straight a nice community. Yeah. A strange community. We call the we call it the Vale. We live in the Vale. And I'm so happy because it's the closest I can be to being a valley girl. I'm a Vale girl. <laughs> we have some weird stories about the people here. It's like a weird to me, it's like a little desperate housewives neighborhood where everyone tries to be perfect and it just comes off as weird sometimes did you get that vibe no i didn't get that vibe because i'm perfect raising oh, oh my god you're that. a stepford wife oh i could well i was you were i was you yeah were. yes i, I could was never. but yeah um no no i think this place around here is really friendly is is lovely it's clean yes it's very clean <laughs> But yeah, no, I love the area here. So if, if maybe me and my boyfriend, if we had a house and then just had a few more things like sorted out, like jobs going well, just a little bit more savings, then we might be like, do we want to have babies? And then mm. that would be that conversation. Does he want to have children? He's the same. He's like, if he had more money. Yeah. I think we just want a, a bit more time for ourselves first before we, we want to just travel. We're, I mean, we're not big into traveling to loads of exotic, mm-hmm. crazy places. We just want to hit Amsterdam again, go on a few beach holidays. But obviously with kids, you can't just go whenever, you know. But yeah, not for a while for me. Well, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, someone put a baby in me. <laughs> All that she wants is a little baby. <laughs> No, do you know what? I've I've had uh, many opportunities to have a child with my exes or, you know, if I wanted one, I could have pushed for it and not being rude to them or anything, but it was just not right. You Did you know? feel like it wasn't time? You weren't ready? No, no, I've never felt like I was ready. Did you feel like you didn't want to maybe have a family with them? Like it wasn't, or maybe did you think, so in my relationship, I think I went through a few issues personally that I needed to deal with. And I think my partner at the time, well, I'm still with him now. I think during that time, there was a point where he thought that if I didn't maybe work on some of my issues, Mm -hmm. that we wouldn't stay together and there wouldn't be a family. Mm -hmm. So did you feel like that there was some... I mean, yeah, it has been a roller coaster, should we say the least, Um, especially in my last relationship which I'm pretty sure it will come up one day. One day. One day. Um, but the idea was there. So you both wanted to have kids, but there was just some timing. Do you know what? I can't really speak okay. on his behalf okay. because, yeah, I just really, I really don't know anymore. Yeah. Um, because of the few events that I went through. But for, I can speak for myself. So at the time, yes, I've always wanted a family. Yeah. From day one. I've seen, I've come from a, from a, you know, my parents were married and they were just like perfect little family. They never argued. My mum absolutely adored my dad, mm. you know, and it was, I always wanted that. And 
family does mean quite a lot to me. So, but I've never felt ready to actually be pregnant. That's one. The fear yeah. of birth, that was number two. And then three, I kind of wanted to do things the right way, get married first and then have a child. And, you know, kind of didn't work out that way. So for me, what I'm looking for um, is to have that, what's the word I'm looking for? To have that partner that's gonna, that's gonna just basically support me. And yeah. I just want to be really connected with that one person. And then I know that nothing would break us. And yeah. therefore, if you feel so close to that person and connected, then I guess everything else yeah. kind of flows. Because I feel like... Security. That's yeah, the word I'm Yeah, I feel like for. parents kind of have to be a team. Absolutely. Like especially whether, whether you're like together or not, if you're raising kids, you just have to be a team. Yeah. yeah. And shout out to any single parents. Like, I don't know how single parents do it. Because yeah, I can, no. like, me taking care of a cat by myself, I struggle, so... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, no, you feed her now. Yeah, I think it's all about timing as well. I feel like there's so many things in life where just timing is everything. Mm. Just some sometimes, whether it's like kids or a job or school, like someone could be ready to like move on with their life, go on to the next thing and someone else isn't ready. Do you know what? I've always had a plan. Always had a plan in my head, like what age I was going to, wanted to have my first kid, what age I wanted to be married and all of that. But none of them worked out. So now yeah. I feel like whoever feels like, oh, I want to be married by 28. I want to have my first child by 29. My second one by uh, three years later. I just feel, fuck the plan. See, that's the opposite. Well, I kind of did. I did think, so I'm 27 now. Um, I'm going to be 28 in September. And I did think that I'd have my first kid at about 28, if not sooner. Mm-hmm. But now when I think of that, I'm like, there's no way I could have yeah. a kid at now. I don't know what I do. But then at the same time, I, I don't really plan anything, but I'm at the point in my life where I probably should start planning a few more things in my life. Yeah, I just feel like, I feel like you need to go with the flow. And, you know, if things don't work out the way they work out, there's a reason for it. And yeah. just don't get too disheartened. You actually have a say. I heard you say it before. You said bad things happen in threes. Yeah, they do. So you think if something like really bad happens, you think more is going to come? It always comes in threes. Always three? For me, at least. For you. That's yeah. interesting. I'm yeah. going to... Because ever since you said that, I was like, oh, I'm going to like keep an eye out for that. But why do you want bad things to happen? To well, you, I don't Rosie? want bad things to happen, <laughs> but if something bad happens, I want to be prepared. Oh, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not going to leave the house today because <laughs> I still got two bad things come my way. <laughs> so, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not really into too much like, um, you know, the way people have those like um, sayings or wall plaques in their homes, oh, yeah. those magnets. I'm not really into those things, yeah. but I, I like that saying, bad things happen in threes. Yeah. I mean, you're like, Rosie, it's not a good thing. It's a bad thing. But I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Do you think good things happen in threes? Oh, do you know what? I really don't bloody know. No, I've never had thing, good things happen. I've had good things happen when I least expect it. Every single yeah. time. Every single time. And that is the magic behind it as well. That's good. It, it yeah, makes it more exciting and it's spontaneous. super exciting and definitely spontaneous. And yeah. What I actually, this is weird with me. It's, only, it's happened about maybe four times in my life. But I will be having an amazing day to the point where I realize I'm having like a really good day. This is amazing. I haven't had a good day in a while. But then I also know 
something really bad is going to happen and it's always happened that way. I'll be having the most amazing day and in my head I know something really bad is coming. Because you jinx it. No, but it's not just, because I get that, well, obviously something a bit bad will happen to bring you down, but it's always like a really a high, high and then a low, low on the same day. Interesting. I know. See, I'm just very monotonous. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the only weird, like, kind of um karma quirk mm. that i have they do say though trust your instinct yeah don't they? but what if you're you make bad decisions you nah. can't you can't tell someone that trust your instinct yeah but you don't know we make bad decisions day in and day out i think and we learn from it so the yeah. more things that you you go through life then the more you you know you learn and you get to pick up the red flag signals yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. That is another subject that we can tackle in more okay. detail. What was that subject? I don't know. We were talking. <laughs> it started off Chloe Kardashian and then it was babies because of the Chloe conspiracy, oh, which I do want to hear if anyone else thinks that yeah. it's a true conspiracy. Um, we also recently, we watched Free Britney. Mm. I know we're a bit late, but it is actually ongoing. I think, um, yeah, it's still in the news. She's still in her conservatorship. Where basically she doesn't have a say in like any of her financial choices. I think she has to, I don't think she has to be on medication, but I think she has to go see certain doctors. Custody of her kids is limited. Um, it's it's kind of sad. What did you think of the documentary? Um, yeah, it is sad if it's true. Yeah. Well, she so, is in a conservatorship, but yeah, she is. there's a lot of conspiracy around like, does she have to be in this conservatorship or... Because the argument is she's been performing and working for years and years. I think it's been going on for 12, 13 years now. So, like, can she not be in control of her own life, her own finances by now anyway? Or is this just a big money-making machine that all the lawyers, all those businesses are all in it together? Not so much a conspiracy because I do, I do think, you know, if there's money to be made, mm-hmm. you know, people will chase it. Yeah. But, yeah, I think you know, people are treating it a bit like a business, you know, all they do, they meet up every couple of months and they tweak a few things in the contract and they just get paid. I just find it really difficult to know exactly what's what yeah. because it could be, it could go, it could be both ways, yeah. you know, because the, there is a lot of money that comes yeah. out of that name. It's sad because I think I remember after her 2000, Britney's 2007 public breakdown, there was a documentary with, I think it was MTV, it was called Off the Record, and it was when she had the circus album. It was kind of, they kept calling it the comeback, and she Mm -hmm. referenced that and said, I don't know why people are calling it a comeback. I've been here the whole time. But she also mentioned they talked to her about her life now at the time, and she had had her two kids. You know, she seemed to be getting better, according to the public eye anyway, but she said that her life is too in control. And she was saying, like, there's nothing spontaneous about it. It's not exciting and it was upsetting. She was saying that she was telling people things and they were hearing her, but they just weren't listening. So I will say what she put on Instagram, then videos yes. were really yeah. weird. Yeah, I some mean, of what she posts, that's why people are saying like, is she sending messages or mm. is that her team? And even now, Brittany will even send messages now saying, this is me. Like I'm posting all these things and people still say, mm, no, that's her team. That's not Brittany. I feel like she just can't but win. But that did not make her look good. That made all her the, look a little bit off. All the things that she was posting, I, all the... Yeah. She didn't look good and she the way she was acting yeah. was just not normal. Not that we 
Well, what I feel normal, like but Britney Spears is not a normal person. No, she'll never she be a normal never, person. Yeah. But that's not because she doesn't want to necessarily. Like Michael Jackson, he oh, was yeah. not normal. With, we finally realised what a not a normal person Here we is. are, people. If you was confused, we've got a little we, diagram. An example. Yeah, so an example. Britney Spears, Michael Jackson, not normal people in the nicest way possible. It's not yeah. their fault. No, it's um, fame. It's yeah, money. I think it's just, I honestly, and you hear it with lots of other young celebrities now that grow up in the industry. People say that um, their growth is like stunted in a way, their mental development. They're kind of still, they still have that childlike mind. Because mm. if you never had to, like not to say they don't work hard, but you know, they just get praise, anything they do. It's great. It's amazing. They have all this money in the world. They don't get told no. And I think if you don't, if you don't have people telling you no in your life and you don't have to kind of work hard and earn things a bit more for yourself, I feel like, yeah, that's not good for you. Mm. If you don't, you know, speak with people that you have disagreements with or oh, I'm if sure you just have a team have of yes men, you're not going to yeah, I'm something sure they must have had a lot of disagreements and the, with their team. It's a different world, isn't it? Yeah. It is a different world, but it's just not the nine to five world. Yeah. It's not an everyday job. But with Britney's Instagram posts, I try not to think of her being too weird. I look at all those posts and videos as her just kind of having a laugh a bit, being just having fun posting. I'm sorry, Rosie, I'd have to disagree with you. Whether she was having a laugh or not, she did not look okay. But no, I think she... (laughs) I think she looks fine. She's older now. I think people just don't realize no, how she telling, looks. No, I'm not saying about visually. I'm saying that she just did not look all there. But people have been saying that for Britney for years about Britney. That there's just something like she's might maybe not all there. Like I, I honestly, I think when she does like interviews, you can tell just she doesn't really want to be there. I just don't think she trusts the media at all. But to me, like if if I, I feel like if I was in Britney's situation. If I was posting all those things, I feel like people saying, is it real or not? I would just keep playing along. Just keep posting. I, I just feel like how on earth, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. My mind flips from one idea to the other because I think to myself, how would her team allow her to put stuff on Instagram like that, that would make her look that she's not okay so therefore they're starting something and then on the flip side do we know who the real Britney is we probably don't because all her life she's been managed she's been told what to say yeah. what not to say I don't think so I think but I think she wouldn't want anyone to really know not yet anyway she doesn't I think she wants that privacy mm. so she just posts random bits that people are confused about she kind of still kind of gets that privacy she's like let people think one way about me and I'll just keep the rest of my life private i mean she probably does have some like issues she must to grow up the way she did i don't know but yeah i don't i, I don't think she's really, i don't know i'd love to know though i know but I'd see that's that's know. what makes a good conspiracy is yeah. when you just you'd never know at the end of the day you just don't know it could be one or the other and you can keep flip-flopping flippity flop flippity flop <laughs> <laughs> Can you keep flippity flopping? Oh, that makes a good conspiracy. Yeah. Any other gossip? Well, celeb wise, I'm not very. Oh, was it Prince Philip? Prince died. Philip died. I don't know. Oh, I I'm God. a big fan of The Crown. I've watched all the seasons on Netflix, mm. but I didn't know too much about the royal family. But if anyone 
if you know about the royal family, if you watch The Crown, Prince Philip, he was he had a pretty amazing life. Mm. So it's pretty 99. sad. He was 99. And he was two months away, I think, from yeah, 100. That is so annoying. I know. I would hate that. I would hate that. But um, yeah, the Queen is single. So <laughs> should Queen Elizabeth get on a dating app? Um, I mean, I have seen her profile pop up on Instagram a few oh, times. Oh, really? <laughs> I know, I know. Maybe it's too soon. Maybe I you can so. you can message her, write a letter if she um, needs our help. Maybe. I mean, I could try. We could try. Do's and don'ts. I feel our next one should definitely be a do's and okay, don'ts. Okay, there we go. So next week we'll be doing our do's and don'ts of online dating. Mm. Very interesting. Yeah. And we'll also, we're going to be heading back to work soon. So we'll fill you in on anything interesting happening there. Yeah. I doubt it because it's dead. It's dead at work at the moment. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, we work together. <laughs> we work together. We live down the street from each other. Now we're doing this, which is great. So it's lots of time together <laughs> between work and carpooling. <laughs> I know. But I'm excited because we actually, we've only known each other, we met about a year and a half ago. Has it actually been a year and a half? Yeah, it's been a lot of lockdowns. And then I just recently moved close to where, pretty much where you live. But this is our friendship. Rosie will just make jokes. I just laugh at everything. Yeah. I just find her hilarious. Thank you. I know. And I hang around Vicky because she laughs at my jokes. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, if I stand next to Vicky, I'll get a few laughs and feel funny. It must make you feel good though. Yeah. Of course, that's one yeah. of my one of my favorite things. Actually, my boyfriend said it before because he might ask questions. It's like, oh, what's your something about like your favorite thing to do or whatever? And it's like, oh, I love making people laugh. Mm. I think that's a good feeling. And I love laughing. Yes, laughing is oh so good. It gives you abs. I feel sometimes oh you laugh so God. hard it like hurts your stomach. I literally like my best friend, and there is another person recently mm-hmm. in my life, and um, they just literally like make me die on a daily basis sometimes I don't even have to say anything they don't even say anything they just give me a look and that just like gets me but yeah there's nothing better than getting that belly laugh and that when your cheeks actually I know when you can't breathe that fall to the floor laugh and you just think priceless it is priceless it's exactly that because I think to myself it doesn't matter what you have what you earn how you look but how you feel at that moment is priceless Yeah, yeah definitely thanks Rosie you're welcome for the free laughs <laughs> thank you to everyone who listened to this week's episode of Blonde Summit Podcast we'll be back next week see, see you, you next, next Tuesday, Tuesday.